as God intended. Let's go. Looking for Healing Talk Radio, where pharmaceuticals are not medicine, but love always is. I'm your host, Nicola Burnett, holistic dietitian and functional medicine practitioner, and proprietor of Back to Balance Functional Wellness Center in Las Vegas, Nevada. I thank you for joining me today at Looking for Healing Talk Radio. It's an exciting show where you can learn from experts in the practice of natural medicine and combined the show hosts, there's four of us, possess more than a hundred years of clinical experience as professional healers and includes myself, Nicola Burnett, Dr. Henry Ely, Dr. Brian Artis, and Dr. Jana Schmidt. Hey, if you are into all things natural when it comes to health and healing, then stick with us and with this show. I promise you this show is for you. I am super grateful for having the opportunity to have this platform to share and educate and expand the minds of others on the topic of natural healing, which is a topic that has seemingly gotten lost as the primary way of healing. I invite you to share the links and to tell all your like-minded friends and family that they can find us every week live on America Out Loud Talk Radio at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and via recorded podcasts at AmericaOutloud.com, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora Networks, and via America Out Loud phone apps downloaded from Apple and Android. And I'd like to take a moment to thank the sponsor of the show, Global Healing. They make really beautiful natural supplements that are made with pure ingredients. And I think one of the products I'm a fan of the the most is their organic vegan vitamin B12 formula. B12 is necessary for maintaining energy pathways in the body, It's necessary and critical for the neurological system, and I really appreciate the fact that it is triple activated by the company because it is made with the three best forms of B12, and it contains Ormus supercharged minerals, and it is made with triple distilled biophotonic structured water. It's a very intelligent design. And Global Healing is offering a generous 15% off of your first purchase as a thank you to our faithful listening audience of Looking for Healing Radio. Just use the discount code of OUTLOUD when placing your order. So that's O-U-T-L-O-U-D, OUTLOUD. Okay, so let's get into it today. We have a great show for you today, as we always do. And we're going to be continuing our series with our beautiful guest, Bill Cadwallader. He is a certified electromagnetic radiation specialist. And let me just read a few things uh, about him and things that he has done. He's very accomplished. He brings us a wealth of information. He's the author of Exposed, 
his book, one of his books, The Electronic Sickening of America and How to Protect Yourself. He is also the co-author of Quick and Easy EMF Guide, 99 Tips to Lower Harmful Electromagnetic Radiation. And that both of these books include pages of quick and easy solutions. And the 99 Tips book has now been translated into Spanish. And Bill is one of the international EMF experts featured at the International EMF Health Summit. And he's presented multiple times at the annual cancer convention, multiple times at the doctor's symposium in L.A., and has taught at the Building Biology Institute. He's the creator of the EMF biocompatibility test for dirty electricity filters and uses simple five-minute tests to determine the optimum dirty electricity filter for each client and their home or business. He's also a coach for Building Biology Institute's apprentice program, and he provides on-site EMF inspections in Nevada, Utah, Arizona, and Southern California. And he speaks extensively on solutions to harmful EMF radiation. So we're going to continue. We're doing a series with Bill. I'm so grateful for him uh, doing this with us and, and sharing all this wealth of knowledge and information. As we promised last week, I want to get into today and kind of pick his brain a little bit about children children and pets, because children and pets are way more subjected to the effects of these harmful frequencies. Why? Well, because with children, they're not fully developed yet. They're not, their brains are not developed. Their capacities are not developed. They haven't grown into their full adult bodies. And so children are very, very different as far as their biochemistry, their anatomy, and their physiology. Um, and so we want to talk about that today. And the other thing is our pets. And pets like children are much smaller. They're just smaller in size, smaller in stature. So all of their organs are smaller. Uh, so they're also more subjected to these harmful frequencies. And I know everybody out there who's listening, they love their children and they love their pets. <laughs> and I can relate. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. The other thing that's related to children, we're going to uh, speak with Bill a little bit about fertility um, and EMF frequencies and how it affects fertility. And the other topic that I'd like to get into today is addiction and addiction specifically to our devices, our technology, um, our phones, our, our laptops, our all the things, even, even Wi-Fi. Some people just freak out if you, you know, where, where, what's the Wi-Fi code? Like, how do I get on Wi-Fi? <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's an interesting topic. And as the owner of a wellness facility, uh, one of the things that I, um, I, how should I say, an expectation when clients come to our center is when they come in, they have to turn in all of their technology. So whether it's a Fitbit or a key fob or a phone or their laptop or whatever it might be, we ask all our clients when they come in to turn in their equipment, we load it into a Faraday cage, we lock it in a locker. And we lock that locker and hand the client the key. Now, there's a couple of reasons why we do that. Number one, I'm, you know, somewhat decently educated about 
the, this topic. And as part of my personal wellness practice, I do everything in my power to reduce my exposure to these uh, frequencies. So I personally, in my own facility of where I work, I don't want to uh, have high levels of exposure. The second reason why we do this is because we use lots of technology in the center that um, the frequencies that come off these devices are, uh, they interfere with the data and the reading uh, of the devices that we use when we do like the whole body scans and other types of, of treatments that we do. And so uh, I'd say the third reason is just to whether they care or not, I care and it's my facility as the owner of a wellness facility. I prefer to have all the people around me, my staff, my employees, other practitioners, and my clients have less exposure, as less exposure as possible when they are at our facility as we can create for them. And the last reason why I think this is so important and why I implemented this policy is because where do you go in the world where somebody asks you to step away from your technology? I can't think of a single place that I frequent that anybody has asked me to do that. Now, I'm really good at doing that myself, but I'll tell you the rest of the world from my observation is not. And we're going to talk about addiction today. And I think that's a really, really important topic uh, that needs to be brought up to the table. And Bill just has some really great information and some great stories that he has shared uh, with me about that. So I'm going to ask him to discuss that as well. Okay, with no further delay here, I'd like to uh, let's get started talking about these topics and get Bill wind him up and let him go and see what information he's going to share with us today. So why don't we start off? Uh, well, what would you like to start off with? Um, Bill, do you want to talk about pets? And if you could, as we go through these topics, share with us some real life stories of what you see and what you witness when you go to people's homes. I would imagine with kids and pets, it's more about going to their homes yes. about what you've seen and, you know, maybe the health issues that the pets and the kids um, are experiencing and what you've done when you're doing these um, these modifications at the home to reduce the frequency, things that you've witnessed and seen on your own. Sure. Thanks again for running this series. It's such an important topic and it's just not out there. People just don't know. And it's more of the lobbying dollars, the telecommunications, electrical uh, utilities and manufacturers of all these things are now the biggest lobbying group in the U.S. And pharmaceuticals have dropped to number two. So there's reasons why we do not know about this. And my last uh, look at the pharma, uh, the telecommunications and the utilities and the electronic manufacturers, they're over $500 billion in lobbying dollars in the U.S., and those are just dollars to give to legislatures, legislators to get reelected. So again, it's something we can't change, but again, we're here to show people how to have a safer environment and especially their kids and their pets, one of the most important things. So uh, with uh, kids, uh, there's some issues with that. And Nicola talked about the brain. So their skull is a lot smaller 
And because their skull is smaller, when if they hold a cell phone up to their head, to their ear, then in fact, it penetrates a lot farther into the brain. So this, it's just basically the size. And so kids should never be on cell phones, should never, never be on cell phones. If they have to be on it, make sure they always put it on speakerphone. And what happens is the other problem with the cell phone to the head, we call this a point source versus a whole body exposure, like from a cell, like from a cell tower, is that it's concentrating right there at that point. The radiation is so much increased. So the other thing is with kids, their, their cells are dividing a lot more rapidly because they're dividing a lot more rapidly, rapidly than the cancer uh, chance of cancer increases as well. But for kids, there's a huge issue with children, um, again, with their phone. And one, one thing has to do with just the screen time. So there's a report I read out recently, the more screen time kids have or people have, the more depression there is. So again, we want to in, decrease the amount of screen time that your children would have. And also with kids, there was a Swiss study that came out and deal, dealt with about seven, a little over 700 teenagers. And the more they used their cell phone, the less concentration they had. They could not concentrate as much. So it's a huge problem with kids. And we had uh, this uh, a 20-year-old, a 22-year-old that my wife recently went to his funeral. And you say, how can a 22-year-old die? That's too early. Well, what happened was he died of testicular cancer. And this testicular cancer, guess where guys carry their phone? They carry it in their pocket. And whenever that phone is not a brick, so every six to 30 seconds when you have that phone on, it's trying to reach the nearest cell tower, it's trying to reach the nearest Wi-Fi device, and it's trying to reach the nearest Bluetooth uh, device. And it goes on continually six to 30 seconds, 24 seven. So that's why we always say never charge your cell phone on your nightstand, because when that's being charged, it's going off continually through, through the night. And we had something with a, a older gentleman and he was there and he had a cell phone base on his nightstand. So we didn't talk uh, too much about bases, but again, the cell phone has an issue in the base of a cordless phone is a problem. Now, a lot of us don't have cordless phones, but those bases radiate 24-7, even if you're not making a call. And so he had that right on his nightstand. And what happened was he had huge problems with his eye and his heart because that was affecting his heart and his eyes. In some conditions, you just never hear about too much. But the radiation is so strong from one of those cordless phone base. But the cell phone does exactly the same thing. So most of us have that. So with the kids, uh, 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 they can be affected a lot by the Bluetooth as well. So a Bluetooth story I have is a, a colleague of mine back in Pennsylvania. She went into a home. She went into the home and the husband was high tech. 
he must have had eight to 10 TVs in a house. I mean, he had them, everything. And you talked about the wireless device, everything that they had. And the child was on the autism scale. He was on the autism spectrum. And so um, the wife didn't know what to do and everything. And so as we go through the house, we look at many things. And so one of the things we will look at is the automobile. So they went to the uh, lady's automobile and the child was there with them. And they realized they had Bluetooth on as well as you have a Bluetooth phone normally in the car. So my colleague of mine shut off the Bluetooth in the car, started up the car, shut it off. And the child started to act more normally in that short of period. And we have Wi-Fi, we have Bluetooth, we have cell phones. They all use different, they tend to use different frequencies. And more importantly, they have different power densities and then also different modulations. So someone might react more to Bluetooth than they might react to Wi-Fi. It's all still harmful, but you wonder why some of that happens. And for this child, he actually started to operate or he acted more normally when they turned the Bluetooth off on the phone and the car. Wow, Bill, that's so fascinating. And I mean, I've learned so much from you. Thank you for sharing that. You know, it was interesting. I'll talk a little bit um, next uh, on the next show we're going to do on the series uh, next week. Uh, I, I've had the beautiful experience of having you come to my home and business and evaluate everything and give me suggestions. And that's really important what you just said, because we discovered, and I didn't even know this about myself, that I was the most affected out of all the frequencies by dirty electricity. So that's an important point that you made. And I just, we're going to go to a quick break here, but I want to repeat a couple of things that you said uh, real quick. Um, Children's skulls are smaller. So frequency penetrates further through the head uh, and their cells are dividing a lot more rapidly because they're in a phase of active growth. So they're more highly susceptible to cancer. Uh, the more screen time children have, the more depression that they have. And the last thing that you said that really just hit me uh, was that most teens that use cell phones, they lose their ability to concentrate. So I, I want to repeat those because, you, you know, parents out there, you've got to hear this and you've got to take action and you've got to realize that this is not a harmless device. So we're going to run to a break here, short break. And when we continue or when we return, we'll continue discussing these really critical, important topics. We'll be right back. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. 
You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix RX nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. This is Nicola Vernet coming back from our short break on Looking for Healing Radio. And real quick, before we get back into it, I just want to mention that if you're not able to catch any of our shows live, just know that all of our shows go to podcast, typically a day or two after the live broadcast is complete. So you can listen to any of the podcasts on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart Podcast, or America Out Loud, and many more. If you like what you're hearing, make sure to subscribe and rate the show for us. Okay, so let's get back into it. Here we all here we are with Bill Cadwallader. He's a certified electromagnetic radiation specialist. We're doing a series with him because there's so much to talk about on this topic. And today we're talking about uh, EMF frequencies and how they affect kids and how they affect pets and uh, addiction, how we can get addicted to our devices. And then the next segment, we're going to go into and discuss how these frequencies can affect fertility. So listen up, ladies. But before we get into it, we were just, we just uh, came out of the first uh, segment here talking about kids. And I, one of the things that I always see, and by the way, no judgment to the parents, that's my little disclaimer before I say this, because I, I get it. Um, I always see constantly when I go out in public, I am constantly seeing how parents will just, you know, pacify their kids or control their kids or manipulate their kids, you know, to do something um, with screen time. That's a really common thing. So I've gone out to dinner with, you know, uh, parents who may be clients, maybe friends, and they bring, they have their children along and they don't even think about it. They're looking at me and talking. And as they're talking, they're reaching into their purse, they're pulling out their tablet or their phone, and they're not even looking at the child. And they're just, you know, pushing a couple buttons on the phone and then they just shove the phone over to the kid. I mean, there's not even any questions about engaging the kid in the conversation or having them participate at the table in the restaurant. It's just like, yeah, just shove this thing in front of them and just kind of get them occupied so we can have our adult conversations. And I mean, you know, this is not new. This has been going on for a long time. People used to do this or parents did this with television sets, right? Um, All the time. So this isn't new, but it is more dangerous now. So I was wondering, Bill, what, you know, what you had your thoughts about that. That's one of my questions, maybe some solutions. I I can tell you that, you know, um, when I used to babysit children, that was like my first job, you know, in uh, high school. And I was, don't ask me how I knew this, just very sensitive and astute and I guess aware of a lot of things at a very young age, but I never stuck my kids I babysat in front of a television, never Never, never. That wasn't even an option. It was coloring books. It was crayons. It was games outside. It was riding your bike. It's let's walk down the street and get an ice cream cone. I came up with a million things 
and I would never put them in front of uh, screen time. I just never did. And how I knew, you know, intuitively in some way, I knew that that wasn't a good thing. Um, so anyways, I, I would be curious to hear if you have, maybe have some suggestions or solutions or, you know, some stories to tell about that. Yeah, it's, it's, a, huge, uh, it's a huge problem with screen time now. We talked about at the last segment that the more screen time a teenager has or a child has, the more depressed they are. And they have studies with that. The uh, other thing with screen time is, is there's a whole addiction that's done. So the social media giants, they actually bring in psychologists, they bring in psychiatrists, and there's documentaries out there, former employees of these, where they talk about how they do addiction and how they get people more addicted on uh, all these all these platforms. It's a real, real big problem. And with that addiction uh, comes the additional exposure to all the radiation. So when I lecture, uh, when I give a talk, then I show a child, and they have a they have a uh, a laptop or they have a tablet right there on their abdomen. And, you know, it's bigger than their entire abdomen. And when I measure those, those are thousands of times the safe level. And most parents don't know that when you give a child a tablet, that it's still radiating. It's radiating every six to 30 seconds, trying to connect to the nearest Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. Normally, most of them aren't cellular but it's just constantly trying to connect. And it's a huge, huge problem with that, with the addiction, once you put the social media into it and kids used to, you know, watch TV and they still do. And, and they didn't know who was on TV, but they sure knew who the commercial was at the famous hamburger place. They knew all the characters and everything else. And now it's a huge, huge addiction problem. And it's such a problem that in a small country like South Korea, that the kids would play into the nights, the children would play the games and everything. And the games that are designed for kids, besides the social media, they're designed to be as addictive as possible. They get to the nearest, the next, and whatever it is. And in the small country of South Korea, just two or three years ago, they had over 100 addiction centers. Think about the population of South Korea, how many kids that has, how many many kids are at those addictions, then take the population of the U.S., how many addiction centers we have. I mean, we don't even have anything close to that, but the need for it, it's just a huge, huge problem that kids have now besides the electromagnetic radiation poisoning them. Now they have the whole addiction and there's actually books that are written. So parents, if you want to write, read, uh, we have in our books exposed the electronic sickening of America and 99 tips. We talk about kids and addictions and, and how to start to break them away from that. But there's complete books that are written on addictions and screen time. So just do a search on that and you can find those books and, it's just something that they would carry into their lives. It's a huge, huge burn. Wow. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, could you, well, one thought that I have, 
and so I want to see if you would agree with this. Maybe this is one of the solutions in your book, but I always suggest, so one of the things that we do at the center is we will uh, scan, um, we get autistic kids that the mom will say, hey, can you know you scan my child? I'm going to see what's going on with their their vitamins, minerals, their nutrition status, their health. And I will recommend, okay, do you have something the child can watch while they do the scanning process to keep them entertained? But what I recommend is that they download something onto the device. And then when they bring the device into the center, we'll have the child, we'll put it on on the desk or something um, and it's downloaded and I'll have them turn the Bluetooth and the Wi-Fi off. Is that what maybe a, a good suggestion to make for kids watching on devices? Definitely. That's on the electromagnetic radiation side. So we always recommend that you download whatever you have, download it to the device, and again, turn off Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. Because just because you're not actively streaming, that device is still every six to 30 seconds is trying to go out to connect to the nearest Wi-Fi and Bluetooth, even if they're looking at something that's already bound been downloaded. And uh, yeah, so that's what I would always recommend. I mean, in, I'm in the big box stores, the kids are in the basket, and they've got a, a tablet right next to their abdomen. I mean, just radiating their entire body. And it's again, thousands of times a safe level. And I had an incident where um, I was at a, uh, at a Thanksgiving get together, and there was a distant a relative that I, I very seldom see, maybe once a year. And he came to me and said, you know, uh, recently I had a tumor removed from my abdomen. I said, tumor from your abdomen? That seems strange. He said, you know, I'm okay now. There, there aren't any lasting issues. And he, but he had a question for me. I said, well, what's the question? He said, well, every night what I do is I lay in bed and I put my tablet right on my stomach, my abdomen. And he searches the internet for, you know, an hour or two hours. And it's thousands of times the safe level. And when I told him that, he said, I understand. And he currently does not do that. But think about a kid. He's even, or she is even smaller. So it penetrates even deeper into the body, just like the head with the cell phone. Now you've got the small torso of a child that goes all the way through it where an adult, maybe it doesn't quite make it all the way through. So again, parents, please, as Nicola talked about, if you're going to have them for a short period of time, look at something on a screen, make sure you download whatever you're doing and you always have to turn Wi-Fi and Bluetooth off. Okay. Those are great suggestions. Do you have any other suggestions that come to mind from your book? One of the things I'm sure you have many on this topic. One of the things that uh, I was that came to mind to me. I, I am not a parent. I do not. Well, I'm a parent of fur babies, and we're going to talk about them next. Uh, I don't have any human children, uh, but I just I have so much compassion for uh, my clients. Um, you know, as parents uh, and controlling screen time. Uh, that you know, do you have any suggestions about? I don't know how, maybe how parents can manage that in the home. Just like, you know, when I was a little kid, we had chores we had to do. And if you didn't do your chores by Saturday at nine or something in the morning, you didn't go play. So um, just wondering uh, what is in your brain about that topic. 
Good question. Very good question. So there are applications you can download now that limits where a child can go, how much time they can spend on it. So parents, um, I would highly recommend as one of the solutions, obviously in the 90 quick and easy EMF guide, 99 tips, we talk about other things to keep child's occupied and, and doing other things like Nicola talked about when she babysat. So, but there are actually applications that you can download that limit where a child can go, how much time they can spend. I would highly recommend that. It's, it's a huge problem now. And that's why they have these applications you can, and they're for the uh, Apple uh, platform and the Android platform. And there's multiple choices on that. So please get one that works the best for you and your child. Okay, great. Thank you so much for that. Again, I don't have kids, so I wouldn't even know about that stuff or to look for it. Hey, you were sharing a story with me. It was about a middle school. It was a pretty fascinating story. Would you mind sharing that with us now? Sure. Uh, so in, when we talk about kids and everything, they spend a lot of time in school. So there was a middle school in California. And uh, unfortunately, they had a lot of dirty electricity and so much so that 24 teachers at that school got cancer at a single middle school. And you'll say that number's unbelievable. That can't be, but it happened. And then the second number is 49, 49 kids who spent three years or less in that middle school developed cancer in their 20s. So I often ask people when they were in their early 20s, how many of your friends had cancer? It's like zero or one. 49 at a single school, hey, something's wrong with that school. And the worst number of all is now 12. 12 deaths occurred. Six teachers died and six students died when they were in their 20s. One of the worst things that happened, and it was an excess of dirty electricity, Sam Milham, a epidemiologist, MD, and he uh, master of public health, actually was close to that school. He, in his job at Washington State, he saw cancer clusters, and the cancer cluster he saw was actually at that middle school and measured every single room in that school, determined the desert, uh, dirty electricity in a number of rooms, I think 12 or 13 rooms was over 2000. And we want you at 100 or 50 or 25 when you sleep. And the rooms correlated to the more time teachers or students uh, actually taught or were in those rooms, the higher was the rate of cancer. So it was a huge issue. Just to talk about the three quick cancers that were there, the highest cancer was thyroid cancer. It was 13 times the expected amount. The second cancer, the highest cancer was melanoma. That was 10 times the expected amount. And the third cancer, the three top cancer was uterine cancer. And it was over nine times the expected amount. The good news is with dirty electricity, it's one of the six radiations that they actually make filters for. And you can plug those filters in to knock that down. It's only out of the six radiations, that's the only one. And that's where I test people when I go out to a home, which uh, filter is the best for them. And then we do it in a five minute test that Nicola recommended. So please uh, in a school, watch out for the school, uh, 
what it is and there can be issues in the school. And now they have huge amounts of Wi-Fi before it, besides dirty electricity. Yeah. And man, school has <clears throat> changed dramatically since I was there. I mean, I, you know, I had a backpack full of books. There's no books anymore. You just, everything is screen time the whole time. So, you know, your homework, when you go home, you do your homework on the screen. And then when you're in school, you're sitting in front of a screen and then they're at recess and they have phones. I mean, it's, you know, and then they get in a car that's got Bluetooth and Wi-Fi and mom or dad's phone sitting out there. I mean, it's, it's just, it's really a problem. So I I, um, I want to say this one thing um, after just listening to you, and I've known you for so long now, you've taught me so much. I'm just fascinated by this topic. Be concerned about this now. Be concerned about this now, today. Don't sit there and wait until you're one of these tragic stories. If you think that you're okay because you don't see anything and you don't feel anything, I'm here to tell you as a healthcare provider, that is the wrong attitude to take. You don't ever wait until something shows up or something's wrong. You be proactive and you do something now. You do something today. All right, we're going to run off to another short break. And when we come back, we'll be talking a little bit more about this topic and we're gonna get into a little bit more about addiction, but also fertility. So stay with us. We'll be back in just a few moments. Henry Wadsworth Longfellow that said, lives of great men all remind us we can make our lives sublime and departing, leave behind us footprints on the sands of time. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. This is Nicola Burnett with Looking for Healing Radio. We're back. And I just want to let you know a couple of things. 
Looking for Healing Radio is on five days a week, Monday through Friday. Between my co-hosts and I, you can find a new show every day of the week. And if while you're listening, a question pops into your mind, please feel free to submit your questions by going to the nav bar on the Looking for Healing page. We would love to hear from you, and all questions and comments are welcome. And on a side note, specifically on this particular show here with Bill, we are going to be giving away a copy of his book to the person who sends in the most interesting question. And on the next show, we're going to be answering uh, some of the questions that we've received about and around this topic of um, EMF and frequencies and radiation, this entire uh, realm of discussion. So just know that we're, he's going to give away uh, a book uh, for those most interesting question that comes in. So we're going to carry on here uh, with Bill and, and Bill, I know we were just, we just were talking before the break about kids and uh, EMF and frequencies, you were telling me a really interesting story while we were just hanging out here on break. Can you tell me the story or share with the audience the story that you were telling me about France? Yes. Uh, So often people ask me, well, why aren't all the governments protecting people? You know, here's all the information about this. And what, uh, what happened was in 1996, the they passed a telecommunications law, and in that dealt with the limits of what wireless Wi-Fi and Bluetooth could be, how much radiation it could be. And what happened was the cell phone companies wrote the standards for Wi-Fi, wireless, and Bluetooth, commonly called RF. And they set it so high, they knew that if anytime someone made a product or had a cell tower or whatever, they would never exceed that but thousands of times lower than that, we have studies that show there's biological effects with that, huge biological effects. And it's actually set at 10 million microwatts per meter squared. And we see actually effects in a thousand or into the high hundreds, actually biological effects. But they did that on purpose so that they would never have a problem with cutting down how powerful a device would be. But some countries have worked to, uh, have woken up. So France is one of them, as you talked about, Nicola, is that for third grade and below, as well as preschool, it's illegal to now have in France Wi-Fi. So there cannot be no, there cannot be any Wi-Fi in those schools. And parents, think about your school. What school does not have Wi-Fi now? So why would France ban Wi-Fi in schools if it wasn't harmful and harming French kids. Think about that when you sign up for a school that you're going to. So again, and then let's take it personally at home. Where is your router? How close is your router? And do you keep it on all night long? So again, if you have to keep it on, we recommend that you shield it And on my website and other websites, there is actually a product called Signal Tamer. And I think on my website, I have a coupon there and Nicola mentioned it, it's Safe 7. So uh, you can actually cover up your router and make it a lot less 
uh, potent, a lot less powerful, and routers are designed to go two or three houses left, two or three houses right, so you don't need that powerful a signal. So normally you can do everything. So I would recommend that in your home, either shield it with a signal tamer, they make other shields as well, but that's the one I like, and or you would actually turn it off whenever you're not using it. Yeah, that's that's a great idea. You you've given me the suggestions. If you look at my router now, it's wrapped in this like aluminum foil looking stuff. It's got a bag over it. And by the way, for any of those who are listening and wondering, well, doesn't that affect your 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 signal and how well you can stream and and do searches on the internet? I don't have a problem at all. So, um, but it definitely does help me as far as not getting that headache that Definitely. I always get. So super appreciate that. Well, thank you for sharing that story. As I promised, let's get into the next topic that I think a lot of people are very interested in. They probably don't think about it all. Pets next to our kids, or maybe for a lot of people listening, their pets are their kids. That's definitely in my world. Uh, can you share some stories of when you've gone to people's homes about, you know, issues they were having with their pets and what you discovered and what maybe you could help them with? And then you also told me a really interesting story around cats and brain cancer, if you wouldn't mind working that in as well. Sure, sure. So I don't know if owners know, but sky cancer has skyrocketed in dogs and cats. It's gone through the roof. I mean, the numbers are staggering. So you can do a search on that and see what percentage. It's just so, so high. And one of the contributors, if not the major contributor, is all the EMFs we have. And Nicola talked about we've got a child and they're more affected because their body is smaller and it can penetrate even uh, the EMFs can penetrate even deeper. Think about a cat or a dog. They're even smaller. And so one of the issues I, uh, I had, let's talk about a solution is what you want to do is when you have a dog or a cat, wherever they sleep or lay down, you want to make sure they're not close to a router. So keep them far away and anything that has a wireless signal. So smart TVs have wireless signals and normally people have routers or other devices to connect to the internet under their TV. And a lot of times that's where the dog or cat will sleep. So again, right now, make sure you keep them away from those devices. And what we normally recommend is if you have a TV, you have some other wireless devices that are streaming for the TV is that you cut the power to those when you're not using it. Because most people don't know those devices still put out a strong signal, even if you're not watching a show or doing something actively. So please turn those off, cut the power to them. A lot of good things you can do. Simple, a $5.50 solution is get a power strip. Plug everything into that uh, TV and everything else under the TV. Whenever you're not watching it, just turn the power switch off. So that's a nice little solution. If it's hard to get to, then there are remote cutoffs that they have at a big box hardware stores, cost $12.50. You plug those into the wall, you plug everything in. Let's say you can't get behind the TV, then it's just like a garage door opener. It just turns, turns it on and off. So those are the two things I use most. So have some sad stories. One of the saddest stories, I went into a home 
lady had a lot of cat, you know, two or three cats or something like that. And she was very concerned about it. And so I'm measuring. So when I come into a house, I spend 25% measuring and then 75% fixing right on the spot what it is. Most of those things are no cost or low cost, very low cost to fix that. Mainly uh, in my book, I talk about DDT. What's the dosage of a device? How much RF it has? What's the distance from that? And what's the um, time you spent? So you always want to minimize the time, uh, maximize the distance and try to cut the signal down. So I'm measuring here and there's a, uh, on the right side, there's a cat tree and it's maybe three feet from the router. And it was on about the same level. And I said, oh, you know, I'm measuring, I'm saying, hey, this is very, very high. You need to move this as far away as you can. She said, yeah, I had it moved. I just put it back for a second, you know, um, before you got here, uh, I was doing some cleaning or something. And I said, okay, so you know about the danger of routers and things. She said, I had two cats that slept on that cat tree. They both got brain cancer within one month of themselves. One month, they both died of brain cancer. So again, uh, parents and people that with animals, please watch out for those sources that you have. And they're so much smaller they acquire these cancers so much quicker and it's more deadly. So again, don't have them sitting next to any type of elect line or sleeping any to any close to any electronic device. Yeah. Well, thank you for that, Bill. Uh, you know, I, it, as you're speaking, my, my head goes to, you know, when they do testing on animals of anything, right. Chemicals or devices or anything, which is just, I just don't think any of that should be done. But when they do that, they always do it on mice, mice and rats. Why do you think they do that? Because they only live for a couple of years and their body size is so small. So they can take a rat that lives, I don't know, two, two years on average, maybe three years at best. And they can compare, okay, if, if a rat is two years old and or one year old, that would be the equivalent of a human being 50 years old. And so they can do these experiments and this testing rather quickly and get information um, on these animals because they're so much smaller. And you were just talking about that with both kids and pets. So the smaller the pet, the more, you know, the more they're subject to and the more dangerous it is and the more deadly it can be. Yeah, so, definitely. Definitely. And in the point and those devices become a point source. So the smaller the animal, the closer they are, then it's more of a point source versus a whole body exposure, like a cell tower a half a mile away or something. So it becomes a, animals don't hold a cell phone up to their head, but again, it becomes a point source. And watch out where you're charging your cell phone. How close is an animal to your cell phone, especially at night and wherever they are. So again, even though they don't hold it, if they're just inches or a foot or not too far away, they can really affect them as well, even cell phones. Yeah. And how many people do you know that sleep with their pets in their bed? Everybody I know sleeps with their pets in their bed. And so if you're charging the cell phone right next to your bed, and then you've got your dog sleeping right there with you or, or your cat, 
I mean, there we go. I, I keep coming back to do something about this now. Don't wait. So anyways, think about this stuff now rather than wake up and then call your girlfriend crying because all of a sudden out of quote nowhere, your dog has, you know, a, a severe cancer. So, okay, let's move on. A question about fertility. I'd like to, um, you were telling me about a really interesting story with smartphones in India around fertility. Can you yeah. speak to that? Yeah. So what they, uh, with the fertility is that the smartphone came out in about June or November of 2007. So these are the phones, we call them smartphones, but they're literally all, all people have smart, almost everyone has a smartphone anymore. They don't have flip phones. And so every year since 2007 in the U.S., we'll talk about India as well, fertility has dropped every single year in the men's sperm count. So every single year since 2007, the men's sperm has dropped every single year. Then in India, what happened was they did a study and within about 10 years, something very similar, that their sperm count was 49% of what it was 10 years before. So how can that happen? How can sperm count that's been around since we were ever on this earth, how can in such a short period of time drop after thousands and you know tens of thousands of years we've been around, if not more? And so what it just took a phone, and where does a man carry his cell phone? In right his pocket. In his pocket. Yeah. And guess what's down there? That's, yep. that's the problem. And no one's talking about it. I mean, they talk about this, but they never make the correlation between a phone and between uh, sperm count. But what happens is, remember, the phone, every six to 30 seconds goes off trying to reach the nearest cell tower, Bluetooth, or Wi-Fi device, and it's thousands of times the safe level. It's not a brick in your in your pants. It's an actual active uh, radiation device. Yeah, you know, the more we talk about this, it's just so crazy that this stuff is even allowed, you know, to be handed over to a consumer. It's just kind of shocking to me, but it is what it is. Okay, gosh, I'm looking at the time and we're running out of time here. It's always so fascinating talking to you. I I could just talk to you for hours, but unfortunately we don't have hours on looking for healing radio. I will ask you this question next time. But the question I wanted to ask you about was there was a really fascinating study done by Kaiser Permanente that was published. It was a really interesting study on miscarriage. And I really think all the ladies listening out there need to hear about this. So we will pick it up with that. And also, I, I want to mention that send those questions in. If anybody, any of you have any questions you want to ask Bill, please, again, Go to the nav bar on looking for healing page and send in your questions because we are going to be picking uh, out of all the questions we get. We'll pick the most interesting one and those questions that get picked and responded to, uh, we will be sending you a copy of his great book, Exposed the Electronic Sickening of America. And we're also going to spend a lot of time on the next show talking about solutions. This topic can be so heavy and dense and grim, and it's not going to get 
and out there in the world, less frequencies coming out. So it's, it's just going to continue to increase. So we need to have nice discussions about solutions and things that, you know, we can do. And both of Bill's books are available uh, on the, uh, you can get them on the AOL bookstore, Amazon. So if you want to order either one of those books, they're available. And his website, you can order them on his website. Website is stopdirtyelectricity.com. Uh, his uh, direct number is 702-845-5794. And uh, on his website, you'll find that he does have complimentary consultations for 15 minutes, and he's got coupons available as well for some of his devices um, and products. So, And he also has a great brochure that gives solutions as well for at no cost. So lots of really great things that he's offering. So I want to thank you so much for spending the hour with me. And I do hope that you're feeling inspired and educated and hopeful that no matter what you may be dealing with from a health perspective, there's always a natural solution that may completely remedy and or significantly improve the issue. That is the message I'm hoping to convey through these discussions on natural healing. So thank you for joining us and we'll be catching you next week, same time, same place. Until then, blessings and we will talk to you soon. This is Nicola Burnett signing off from Looking for Healing Radio.